name is Brent Feldman, and I'm here with another episode of Mix and Matchbox. Today I have with me Lori Wilson, who is the Director of Partnership Outreach at Savvy Coders. Hi, Lori. How are you doing? Hi, Brent. I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. Thank you so much for joining me. I know that uh, we've actually, we've known each other for uh, quite a while, and so thank you very much for being a part of our podcast. Sure. Thanks for having me. To start off here, uh, how did you get into the tech arena and uh, and maybe more specifically Savvy Coders? Sure. So uh, many years ago, I started my career at MasterCard in a technology role. And about six years later, I was recruited out to another technology company. And I thought, wow, what a great role as, as a recruiter. You get to marry the business with the technology. You get to keep your hands sort of in both. So I found a company that would take me without any experience and they hired me. And I did that for many, many years, probably about 30 years. And then when COVID hit, I lost my job. So I had a little bit of time to sit and reflect and try and determine what I really wanted to do. Somebody introduced me to Elaine Quitham, who founded Savvy Coders. And through our conversation, she described where she felt um, there were um, places for improvement in the boot camp, you know, skills to be brought to the table. And as we talked, I realized that the skills that she needed were the strengths that I have. So I started working with Savvy Coders about two years ago. That's awesome. And, uh, and I do have kind of a similar story about, uh, unfortunately, I, I I'd lost my job as well. Uh, 10 months into a marketing job, uh, I ended up uh, at, yeah, being let go. There were some red flags in the company. Uh, they were downsizing. Uh, my manager had just lost his job. And uh, anyway, but that actually led to me starting Matchbox. We were doing that a little bit early on uh, as I was working in that job, Cullen and I, and then that that's what led to this. So, I, I, you know, everything leads to a better place. And, and certainly uh, it sounds like it did for you as well. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. I'm at the I'm in the best position probably that I've ever been in. So it's great. That's wonderful. In uh, you know during your time there, or kind of like in the industry as a whole in recruiting, uh, what sort of changes have you seen in workforce development? So workforce development is the is the buzzword these days. Um, I'm happy to report that companies are coming to the realization that. We can't just keep trading mid-level and senior level resources back and forth from company to company that they actually need to invest in growing their own workforce. So they're starting to come to boot camps like ours, like Savvy Coders, and consume our boot camp graduates and set them on a path within their own company for success. For sure. I completely agree with that. Uh, I know that in the news, in the business journal, uh, you know, like you'll certainly hear about the big quit and how there's a lot of people, you know, mm -hmm. kind of leaving workforces and really kind of growing, developing talent, you know, continuing to develop talent, not just kind of like hiring them on is, is a wonderful way to uh, obviously, you know, get a, um, you know, good, stable workforce. So what are you seeing as far as skills that are needed that uh, Savvy Coders is filling? Sure. So um, I had one of my newest client partners tell me that cybersecurity is the next tsunami that they are facing. So I'm happy to report that we just graduated our first group of cybersecurity um, students and we're getting ready to start another. 
Another um, big skill set that's in demand, they say, you know, data is the new currency. And so data analytics and Python, are, that's another boot camp that we started last year that's been really, really successful. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, you hear uh, tons of stories about cybersecurity attacks and certainly just whether that be from other countries or other organizations trying to you know, mine data or get information. So I could certainly see how that's like a, a growing need or a trend. And data and analytics just applies everywhere as uh, you know, people are certainly invested in recruiting uh, you know, people to um, sort of uh, hone in and understand the data that they're maybe accruing, but not necessarily doing anything with, I can certainly see how that's a, a really big need and a growing trend too. What would you say is the, um, the thing that sets Savvy Coders Bootcamp apart from others? That's a great question. There are several things. So I think that the support that we provide the students is probably unmatched. We only allow 15 people into each cohort, so the time that we can spend with people is, is unlike any other boot camp, and we really get to know people. So, like, you know, in your case, if I suggest a student to you, you know that I know that person because I've been working with them. The uh, TA to student ratio is about a three to one, so, um, you know, lots of support, uh, one of the biggest things is that we do not charge a fee to our client partners. So we really want there to be a no barriers to employment model. So I make an introduction and the client takes it from there. I think that's a big differentiator. Yeah, I, I would say that that it is. It's huge. Um, and I know that people pay a lot of money for recruiters. Uh, it's you know expensive to get new talent in sometimes. And the fact that you're providing them competent training and then really a pathway into a job is, you know, great, not only for that talent that you're developing, but also the company as well. Um, as you've been graduating, you know, like, you know, students have had plenty of, uh, you know, cohorts come in of like, you know, different full stack, uh, you know, um, uh, classes. I actually, I wonder, how does that make you feel, uh, you know, to have, you know, made that kind of impact on their lives? So I've been a recruiter for a long time. And when I look back, I think I probably worked with a lot of people that didn't need my help as much as these folks do. So we work with a lot of um, underrepresented, underemployed people that would not necessarily be able to afford college. They, they wouldn't have a portal into information technology and we give that to them. And that allows me to sleep well at night because we are getting people great jobs and that provides them with a living wage. So it helps our companies and our communities and, and individually as well. That's wonderful. Um, I, you know, as you're dealing with like students that may be coming from um, either a current position or they might be coming from, you know, just straight out of high school. Um, how would you say this experience differs for, you know, those two kind of different audiences? So that is the fun thing, I think, about these cohorts is the varying levels of ability and experience. So we do have people that just come out of high school. We have people that have been in different industries, maybe a barista their whole life, maybe somebody that is taking a chance to pivot out of whatever corporate job that they had and 
they want to become a developer or a data analyst. So I do find that having people from corporate America that already have that experience is so helpful within the boot camp. So the people that are brand new, they're coming up and they're learning from the people that are coming from corporate America. And they're giving real life examples of how teamwork happens and how real work happens um, as, as the days go on. So they're just learning. People are learning by listening to others that have the experience. And it's, it's a great thing. That's cool. Uh, how, um, in your opinion, what kind of makes a good candidate for Savvy Coders? Somebody that is passionate about technology, interested in learning, you know, sometimes it's, oh, I got interested in technology from playing video games. And I always wondered, you know, could I create my own characters? Or maybe it's a family member that is in information technology. And sometimes it, it's just none of those things. It's just somebody taking a chance, but they are a continuous learner. Maybe they downloaded courses and tried to learn on their own, but realized they need um, they need some structure and some guidance. But truly, the boot camp is not easy. None of them are. So it's somebody that's a continuous learner and somebody that's going to persevere and wants a better life for them at the end of the boot camp. Definitely. I can attest to that as I saw James go through it. I didn't do this myself, but uh, one of our uh, employees, James, who's our lead digital strategist, he had the opportunity to go through the Savvy Coders Bootcamp. And, uh, and certainly it was, it was rigorous. Uh, and there's plenty to learn, a lot to learn, really, honestly, in a 12-week program. And, uh, and, and to do that effectively, to make sure that everybody's kind of getting the knowledge that they need to, yeah, there's plenty of study, plenty of, uh, you know, kind of coursework involved, but it's great because it really does, you know, get people prepared for, um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the potential career or the skills that they might need afterwards. So uh, I, I, I definitely, I can attest to it being rigorous, but in, in a lot of ways, that's exactly what it needs to be. So that's, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there areas that you see as a big opportunity for learning and development that are maybe currently untapped? So as you and I have talked, you know, digital design, digital marketing agencies need more WordPress experience. And I remember as a, rec- as a recruiter in information technology, if somebody would give me a WordPress opportunity to try to find a candidate for it was difficult so I feel like if we had a boot camp of WordPress folks, we could probably find jobs for them like that. And even, maybe even with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I do think that all of all the clients that I work with are asking me, you know, what are we doing to educate folks on cloud? So everybody's moving to the cloud. So that may be something that we do in the future. There are no plans right now, but I can see how that would be helpful as well. Absolutely. Uh, there's, Wow, there, there's definitely a lot of on-the-job training that, you know, is probably going to happen for just about any employee, uh, you know, that, that we kind of understand. But actually, the, the WordPress bootcamp sounds wonderful. And I would certainly, uh, you know, kind of endorse us, uh, you know, maybe working with you to, to help develop that. Because, <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day, WordPress is one of those things where there's a lot of people that are, you know, developers, quote unquote, on the platform. But uh, there's a lot of granularity to that. Um, and WordPress itself has developed over the 12 years that we've, you know, been working on the platform. We've, uh, you know, 
we've seen it grow and change a lot. And certainly, you know, whether it's headless, whether it's just, you know, uh, the, the way people develop for the front end of it, um, building, you know, different components into the back of it, end of it, there's, there's serious, there's tons of stuff uh, that, that um, we could probably help at least, uh, yeah, develop that way. So maybe sometime in the future, we can co-develop uh, a program and, and really get people up to date on their, on their WordPress skill. But, uh, but that's cool. Uh, as far as, um, you know, prepping candidates for interviews, um, you know, uh, how do you go about doing that um, throughout the course? Because I know that seems to be a big part of the program. Sure. So I am the first instructor that they see and that we start by building their business brand and working on communications. A lot of these folks have not had the opportunity to talk about themselves or their accomplishments very much. So we start working on that immediately. At about week nine, um, I have a mock interview training where we walk through the STAR methodology for answering behavioral questions, um, list of really great questions to ask during an interview, things like that. And then a week later, we bring client partners in for an actual mock interview event. So the students get to talk to four or five professionals that take them through varying types of interviews. And then once they do graduate the boot camp, I have a job seeking workshop where we talk about those things. And as soon as they get an interview request, they know that I am the person that they come back to so that I can help them research the company and the person that they're going to be interviewing with. We go over the job description and uh, work on star questions some more. That's awesome. Lori, I appreciate that part of the, the boot camp so much because uh, I, as a um, person who you know interviews candidates uh, uh, frequently, I totally understand what it uh, you know it must be like on the other side. You know, if you aren't equipped, it, it's just it's not a natural thing to be interviewing. It's not something anybody does every day, and uh, and certainly sometimes it can be technical questions. It can certainly be uh, you know sort of like more intrapersonal or behavioral type questions that you might receive in an interview. And getting people prepped for that, whether it be through actually you know kind of like your instruction or the mock interviews, I really do feel like uh, that that stuff is all just uh, critically important, sometimes maybe the deciding factor in somebody getting a job or not. So that's that's really cool. Well, in the mock interview event sets the bar so high. I mean, the students, when they come back to me after the event are just, they're on cloud nine because they've had really, really good interactions with people. Whereas, you know, they're in the past, I'm sure there've been some interviews that weren't so great, but these are all folks that volunteer their time to help our students have a great experience. That's great. A big confidence builder. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Cool. As far as, um, you know, the thing that you might want to, and I know, uh, you know, this might be a loaded question, but if you could fix anything about recruiting practices, uh, of tech firms, uh, what what would that be? Wow, that is a loaded question, Brent. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been doing this a long time, and I seriously do believe that there is a craft to recruiting. Um, it, there's psychology involved, and we, those of us that have been doing it a long time, we work on it, right? And I wish more people would take the time to get to know their candidates and their client partners better. Uh, so better matches could be made. 
I think that sometimes it's treated a little bit more like a machine in that, you know, tactically you talk to as many people as you can and therefore you're going to make as many matches as you can. And uh, I think if you really get to know your um, your candidates and your clients, there's going to be a better, more long-term match made there. Uh, that is super important helpful. Uh, I, I know recruiting can be expensive, finding the right culture mm -hmm. fit, skills fit. Um, certainly it, it can definitely be, uh, you know, tough, but also I agree. I completely agree. Very important, um, to finding talent that's going to hopefully be with you for, you know, a long period of time. Uh, and, and certainly having people that are hopefully looking for that right fit for you is really important. Um, so anyway, that's, that's great. Um, if, uh, if there's anything else you'd like to say about savvy coders, you know, yeah, please let, you know, everybody know, because uh, I certainly, I, I can speak for it too, but, you know, I'm sure you've got, you know, way more knowledge, expertise, and thoughts on the matter than I do. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, maybe a recap. So we're going to have five full stack web development cohorts this year, five data analytics and Python cohorts, two cybersecurity and ops. We do most of our... Uh, most of our students are funded through a Department of Labor grant. So if you are underemployed or unemployed, uh, maybe only working part time, you definitely need to come and talk with us because there's a chance that you will get the entire boot camp um, funded, no cost to you at all. And I know James on your staff, he came to us in a different arrangement that was incumbent. So he was able to be trained uh, for free through one of our boot camps because in the spirit of the grant, we want people to be upskilled. So you're going to give James a salary increase and a title change at the end of the boot camp. And that's that's what it's designed for. So any companies out there that have really great employees that they want to keep, that want to be upskilled, they should come to us because we can provide that training for free. Absolutely. Um, what else can I say? So we have a lot of information on our website. It's SavvyCoders.com. For each of our boot camps, we do preview nights. So you can spend an hour and a half doing some coding yourself and really kind of stepping in and seeing what you would experience within the boot camp. Great. We, you know, I can speak for, you know, our company and just say that the skills that James received through the full stack developer, you know, sort of course was, it was just invaluable to um, not only understanding simple things like, you know, the Git workflow or like, you know, um, committing code and all those sort of things in order to build a, uh, a better pipeline of communication between um, digital strategy and, uh, and, and really the development team. So as we can have, you know, easier conversations, talk the talk, make sure that obviously we're getting all of those sort of technical elements through, we can basically, you know, be doing better work at the end of the day. So honestly, I do feel like, uh, you know, yeah, definitely James endured, uh, you know, a heavy 12 weeks going through the course, but uh, he came out with just, you know, not only more skills, but also just really, really loved the program. He had nothing but great things to say about you, about the, you know, uh, the TA and just like going through the course in general. So honestly, we, we really, we've experienced it ourselves and, and yeah, and really thought it brought a lot to the table and stuff for us as a company. So we appreciate it. Good. We had one other company um, that participated in the incumbent model, this last cohort, and they had comp they had they had um, employees with complementary skill sets 
So they knew R, we teach Python. They knew Power BI, we teach Tableau. So the company sent two people to our data analytics and Python bootcamp just to learn those complementary skills. And again, they were able to bring real world, this is how it works, you know, when you're working on a team to some of the other um, students in the cohort. It just worked so well. That's awesome. Well, Lori, I must say, you know, thank you so much for, you know, joining me today. Uh, I definitely appreciate all, you know, your kind of insights about workforce development and definitely about, you know, all the details on Savvy Coders too. Uh, certainly, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. It's an exciting time in workforce development and so happy to be a part of the Savvy Coders team. Awesome. Well, this has been another episode of Mix and Matchbox. Uh, thank you for joining us and we'll be back with more content.